In Between Sundays, episode 22. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. And welcome to yet another episode of In Between Sundays. Yes. This is the podcast for young adults with an emphasis on the... And um, <laughs> this is a show where you can come and learn more about your faith and learn more about being a young adult and having a lot of fun. So, Pat, what do we got lined up for us tonight? Well, first of all, who are you? Uh, Pat, who are you? My name is Pat. That's an existential question. My name is Pat, and that's my brother, Nick. Yeah. and I'm we, his brother. Yes. We're like free and range and chickens. Wow, I don't know. Remember how last week I uh, told you I was going to come up with I like think, uh, yeah. So so yeah. So here's the thing: metaphors. we're going to come up with metaphors each. Well, that show. was a bad one. If you think you it have a good metaphor, one. call us. Call us at two zero six three three seven seven nine four five. Give us your best metaphor, and maybe we'll make it on the show. We're like guacamole and chips. My roommate has this great. Um, place he loves to talk about all the time that he wants to go to it's a combination chinese and mexican restaurant called yeah. guacamole's and he, we every time guacamole's. he says it, every time he says it we laugh <laughs> so speaking of mexican restaurants we are going to talk a little bit about some new stuff coming out new product from some, taco bell in a mexican, what's well, my line se- or, sorry not what's my line in uh, stuff we like so new uh, stuff we like tonight i mean if you could call that mexican food i feel right. like some people would probably be insulted and then, um, we've, and then we've got uh some new what's my lines we do what uh, else we got we have a special guest on the show tonight in our Help I'm Fallen segment. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Uh, Annalise Hess from the Matthew Kelly Foundation. Yes. If you don't know who Matthew Kelly is, you'll find out. We're giving away a, f- a few of his books with the t-shirt contest right. that we're and doing. in between Sunday's prize packs. Yes. So, and uh, what else we got going on? Anything else in the show? Um, no. No, I think the show <laughs> can be done now. That's oh. all, right? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Have a great day, guys. Thanks yep, for listening. That, that's, and, it, that's the end uh, of the show. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, no, really. Uh, I, I'm serious. Like, that's the end of the show. It's over. S-Q-P-N. <laughs> Leading the way in Catholic uh, that's, that's the end of the show. I'm sorry. Okay, no. Thanks for listening. Um, God and bless. And we'll see you next week. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> let's go into our three J's for we're the show. We're too crazy. <laughs> it's um, going to be a good show tonight. Well, first of all... Uh, we normally start out our shows with the three J's. That's right. And if you don't know what that is, it's your junk, your joy, and your Jesus moment for the week. Oh, thank you. Thank you, everybody. No, seriously, calm down. Um, <laughs> so let me talk about my three J's. Um, I really have two, but one doubles. Okay, let's do it. So let's my junk Go. is that I've been Go. stressed. Seriously, I've been start stressed. it up. Nick. Why so much pressure? I've been really stressed lately. <laughs> Why are you and, stressed? And uh, my friends have been sick with the flu. That's not fun when people uh, get the flu. You had the flu. I did. A couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah, we had to record a show that was in not separate fun. rooms. It that was, was, you were quarantined by the, by the uh, yeah. CDC. It was like Ricky and Lucy in separate beds. We were in separate mm-hmm. rooms. Yeah. Um, and then my joy, <laughs> this is actually really cool. My joy 
and my Jesus moment were the same time on Sunday evening at the Ascension Youth Group here in Overland Park, Kansas. Uh, we had some kids uh, from the Cristo Rey High School. Cristo Rey, isn't it? It's Cristo, actually. Oh, okay. Um, Good to know. In Kansas City, Missouri. And they... Uh, it's it's a really bad part of town where that, that school is located. Uh-huh. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of gang violence and things like that. And these kids came and to what's called the Way of Life Night where someone shares like their talents and their gifts and then someone does like a test testimony. Oh, cool. And so these kids came and they all had prepared poems um, and different poetry and some songs and stuff because that was their way of dealing with the violence in their like, oh, area okay. of town. Kind of like, is it like Deaf Poetry Jam? Yes. Sweet. Well, cool. play, play a quick clip from that. Yes. Let me play a quick clip here. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. This is called Who I Am. You can look at me and see who I am, who I want to be. A black, strong woman and destined to be who I want to be. I'm a strong, black, independent woman. That's who I'm going to be. I look into myself and I see who I want to be. I want to be this and I want to be that. But the struggle of life is holding me back. You can look at me and think I ain't been through nothing, but I've been through the struggle and I've been through the things that are holding me back. I turn my head and I look to my right and I don't see nobody by my side. But when I turn to my left, I see God. That's the only thing that I have my pride from. And I see that what I can be and who I'm destined to be. A beautiful black woman. That's who I want to be. So that's pretty that awesome. Was, that stuff. was it. Was really awesome. So are we going to post that YouTube uh, link in the show? We notes? will. We will. And so if you um, want to go watch it. It was a little emotional at the beginning. I, I, I watched it. What, what was the first poem she was doing? She was doing a poem. Uh, her sister had chemotherapy, and it was talking about cancer and chemotherapy and how the sister uh, you know, lost her hair, and that's how she defined herself was by her beautiful hair. Oh, wow. And um, it was really, really moving. So that awesome. was my Jesus moment and my joy. Okay, well, mine, real quick. Uh, first off, uh, I know Father Roger talked about this on his show today. Same here. Uh, I have not been exercising for like the last month because I've been way too busy. And um, that's not an excuse. So uh, today I dragged myself into the gym for 40 minutes and listened to the daily breakfast, which was kind of funny because Father Roderick talked about not exercising. So that was my joy was actually getting to do some, nice. some exercising. And then I found out that uh, eating chili when after you exercise is a kind of a joy, especially when your mom cooks it. So because I got to go over and have chili with mom. And my Jesus moment was adoration last Thursday. I started reading this new book called Time for God by um, Father Jacques Philippe, who uh, is an amazing priest. And every book that he writes will basically make you rethink everything about yourself, which is so awesome because it just it like just changes your perspective on so many things. So, for example, he talks a lot about how people say they don't have time for prayer. Or, in this case, exercising. Either one. And his response to that is to basically say, well, people are busy, but nobody ever forgets to take time to actually sit down and enjoy a meal or sit down and eat at least once a day. He's like, so obviously you need to like set your priorities straight because if you are not, uh, if your priorities aren't straightened out, then basically you're not going to take time for those things that really matter. So what are your priorities? And I was like reading this and I'm like, okay, that pretty much uh, gave me the reasons that I need to A, pray and B, exercise. 
So that was my joy. Uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes if you want to go on to Amazon and buy that book or check your local bookstore because he's awesome. Klaatu, Mirada, <laughs> Okay then. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. This is What's My Line, where you call in and give us words or phrases, and we have to fit them into our show. We'll choose one or two every show, and if we choose yours, you'll win a prize. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Oh, this is the worst-looking hat I ever saw. Oh, it looks good on you, though. Okay, so we have some, some very tough lines this week. First one comes from our friend John. Hey, it's John from New Jersey. I uh, just checked out your Facebook and you said you're looking for some good phrases to use on the show tonight. I would like to uh, change it one and try to go for the most times you guys can use it. Mine is a little variation of the Ralph Crandon line from The Honeymooners. I'd like to hear you say, one of these days, until in somebody's name, bang, zoom, straight to the moon. Thanks, guys. Have fun. <laughs> All right, so one of these days, bang, zoom, straight to the moon. That is from The Honeymooners, one of my favorite all-time shows. Now, this other one, I'm going to have to write this down when she says it, because I still don't know exactly what she says. Hi, In Between Sundays. This is Lori in Chicago, and I'm um, in graduate school for theology, and so I have a great phrase for you guys tonight to use for your show. And it is, you have to look at your hermeneutics in order to exogenate the pericope for my lovely Old Testament Bible class. Very exciting class. And um, hopefully uh, I just expanded your vocabulary by at least. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys have a great day. Or uh, confused me. Bye. Okay, if somebody knows what those words mean, please call us. And uh, if you have some lines, because we are running up, uh, low on some of these, so if you think that you have some lines that you think are either funny or extremely hard, such as the lines you just heard, call us. And Pat, what's that number? Uh, the number is 206-337-7945. Okay, so if we get these lines right and we get them in the show, you'll hear the ding. If we basically use the worst pun in the world, then you'll hear the buzzer. But what's really nice is even if we do it in a punny way... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Anyway, if we do it I'm laughing on in the a inside. funny way, uh, the listener still gets a prize. Good evening. Here is the news for parrots. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town, the little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week. Okay, so there's a lot of news this week. A lot. Yeah, as in, okay, so first off, <laughs> we started a new uh, podcast. We kind of, you know, have kind of started this new yeah. thing. Remember how we said the this podcast was ending earlier? 
That's right. That we started a new one. We're moving on. That's no, not really. <laughs> no, uh, we we did, but we did start a new uh, podcast. There is a show on ABC on Thursday nights called Flash Forward. That's right. And so uh, the first time I watched it, I thought there should be a podcast about this because it is a show about people who get a glimpse of their future about two minutes and seventeen seconds in into the six months ahead. And um, basically, the show just deals with a lot of the stuff that people would deal with if they saw their future. So uh, check out our our fan slash cool podcast analyzing the show at secretsofflashforward.com. And we've got a couple of people that have been on it so far. Steve from On The U. Pat from this show called In Between hey, Sundays. Hey, that's me. Oh my gosh, it is. And Nick from In Between Sundays. And uh, Jeff from CatholicFoodie.com. Yeah. Uh, now, we've also had a number of other contributors. We've had Maria, who helps out with SQPN, and Xena from the Secrets of Battlestar Galactica podcast. So, like, we have some big names all kind of helping out with this show. So, if you want to hear just a fantastic podcast, go check it out. SecretsOfFlashForward.com. What else, Pat? Uh, why would you put me on that? Oh, t-shirts. We have t-shirts. Uh, wait, no, we have a t-shirt contest. Yes, t-shirt contest. If you haven't heard about this already, um, there's a t-shirt contest going on. Yeah, so if you want to design a tee, you could win a bunch of prizes. Part of our uh, In Between Sundays prize pack. We'll be giving away yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. We got uh, some Popple CDs that you will get. We're going to we give have a, a Matthew a Kelly book. Matthew Kelly book. Do you get a, um, a copy of The Rhythm of Life? Yes. You're going to get uh, a whole bunch of really cool business cards that you uh-huh. can tell your friends some about. Some in-between Sunday's promo gear and all yeah, kinds of stuff. a whole so, bunch of promo gear. You might even get a lock of Pat's hair because he needs to get a haircut. Potentially. Right. Um, anyway, speaking of stuff you'll get, Popple CD, there's a new Popple CD out as that well. That is right. That is right. Um, if you if you listen to uh, our episode, uh, I think it was twenty, episode twenty. Yeah, we had Popple on, and uh, they released. Well, they announced the the name of their new right. CD. Can you go to the go, bring up the Popple website real quick? Because I'd like to play a qu- They have some fantastic stuff. One of the songs, and I have not listened to this yet, but they have a song called "The Papal Rap." Which is on the CD. The paper. I just bought the CD today. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it. Uh, there's a number of different things you can do. Uh, you could do what I did, which was for I think, I think it's 18 bucks. Gets you paper disco. The fat the, the the physical popple CD, a way to download it already, and a new T-shirt with a with a new popple stuff on it. It's nice, it's awesome. So if you I mean, I think that's a that's a fantastic deal there right we go. there. Is that the is that that's it? That's the papal rap. Let's see. Let's listen. Do they um, do they do they rap? I don't know. We'll find. No, uh, papal disco. Excuse papal me. disco. I think they're supposed to rap. Or, or not. So you can hear this. Do they have anything else you can click? Catholic hip hop and rock and roll bands that got them dancing in the Vatican. <laughs> nobody knows where this all began. But nobody can dance like the broken. It's a faithful disco. Ooh, That's I like awesome. that. So, do some staying alive action. Okay, so go check it out. Popple.us right now. You can listen to it. and uh, It streams live on their website. 
Uh, if you want to buy it, it's it's uh, you can buy the the download. I think uh, for really cheap. And uh, if you want to, you know, help help out their ministry, you yeah. can give them a little bit more money and get a, some extra cool stuff. Yeah. So that's Popple's new CD called Hip Hip Hooray. That's right. Okay. So speaking of um, new stuff that's going on, there's this kind of thing that's going around right now. And, and, and you, 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 you know, the like swine flu. No, <laughs> you know, you know. Usually, some you know. Sometimes people feel like, when, when with regards to the Catholic faith, that uh, you know, like the Pope's just going to say, "Look, one of these days, Pat, bam, straight to the moon." Like he's going to say Aww. that. He's going to say that, like nice. be, you know, to, to maybe these other faiths and stuff. But what just happened this past week? He uh, invited a whole bunch of people into the church. That's right. So uh, if in case you haven't seen it in the news, Pope Benedict uh, basically have, has talked to some of the Anglicans over in the UK um, and invited them back into the church. Now, this type of stuff is like way beyond me because I just don't understand all of the things behind it. So if you want to know more about this, the daily breakfast, today's daily breakfast... Uh, and we'll put a link to it in the show notes. If you listen to it, Father Roderick spent about 20 minutes talking about what this means and how cool it is. So go ahead and take a listen to his show, and uh, you'll learn a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, because I think a lot of people think that now there's going to be a big flood of uh, traditionalist members of the Anglican Church um, you know, moving over to the Catholic faith now. So check out Father Roderick's podcast to learn more. She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! This week on our show, we have a fantastic interview with Annalise Hess, who is from the Matthew Kelly Foundation. And um, if you've never heard of Matthew Kelly before, he wrote this amazing book called The Rhythm of Life, and we're going to talk about it in the interview. Um, and I highly suggest you go out and listen to, uh, listen to the interview and, and go out and take a look at the book. And we kind of explain a little bit what, about what the book is. So we're going to go ahead and play that interview now. Okay, I am speaking with Annalise Hess. She is the event coordinator for the Matthew Kelly Foundation. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. My pleasure, Nick. Um, so tell me a little bit about the book, The Rhythm of Life, and how Matthew came to write the book itself. Gotcha. Um, well, The Rhythm of Life, the subtitle of the book is Living Every Day with Passion and Purpose, and I think that that probably um, you know, summarizes it better than anything else I could really say. Um, but the book itself is based on four tenets that um, you know, we are have these four different capacities, intellectual, spiritual, um, emotional, and physical, and really how they all intertwine and work together and, and, and how the call to holiness really involves all those four areas in our life and what that means practically in an everyday sense and in all the decisions we make, big and small. Okay, so, and then, what's, so the book promises those four areas, and, and how can people work? I mean, what does the book say like the overall view of those four areas are and how do they affect our lives? Gotcha. Well, um, you know, the book is, is born from Matthew's experience as a young person searching for meaning in his life. Um, basically, he had everything that the world said would, um, would bring him happiness, and he just felt this emptiness and couldn't move beyond that. And so um, 
and coming to back to his faith, um, his Catholic faith, and exploring the documents of Vatican II, he discovered this universal call to holiness. And um, really, the book is about uncovering that and bringing that into modern terms, into a modern context, um, you know, because our, our culture has really caricatured holiness and made it something that's unattractive and unattainable. And really, um, the universal call to holiness is to become all God created us to be and become the best version of yourself. So that's kind of the foundational principle upon which the book is built, um, that, that principle of becoming the best version of yourself, that that's what you're put on earth to do, what I'm put on earth to do, and what everyone else is put on earth to do. So his theory is that our purpose of, of life is to become that best version of who we are meant to be. Correct. Okay, great. Now, he talks a lot about choices in his book. Um, what's some of the things he says about how the specific choices we make affect our own life? Um, well, basically, he says that that you can't um, rank choices, so to speak. Obviously, different choices hold different meaning and power over our lives, but that every choice, large or small, really does make us a lesser version of ourselves or a better version of ourselves, and that they all need to be viewed you know, through that lens and, and taken seriously in that regard. It's not like you can isolate certain dimensions of your life um, and, and focus on only certain others, that really... Um, every decision plays a role in, in shaping um, who we are and, and enabling us to become the best version of ourselves or, or some second-rate version of ourselves. Okay. So is it, and here's, here's kind of my own question, I guess, is it, is it possible to, to be too busy to be happy? And, and I guess you, you, maybe you've made too many choices and you aren't able to say no. Um, you know, how does he look at that type of stuff? Absolutely. Um, it, it is, he would say it is possible to be too busy to be happy in the sense that um, we might just sign ourselves up for, for too much and um, we then become incapable of, you know, really living out that best version of ourselves, that we've just overspread ourselves so thin that it can become nearly impossible in, in a real way to become all God created us to be. So, and he also talks a lot about happiness in general. And one of the things I love in his book is, is he mentions this thing called the happiness paradox. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's like, I think it's just a, a fantastic perspective on life. Uh, could you maybe explain that a little bit? Because I know there's a lot of people that listen to our show that have not read his book. And, and I think that this is kind of a the, the capstone of what he says and then how he jumps into basically being the best version of who we can be. Right, right. Um, he talks about this happiness paradox, which which basically is that, you know, we all know the things that make us happy and the things that don't. Um, we just don't do them. And that's what it really comes down to. And I think that that links into what you were asking about earlier, Nick, is, is that is it, too, is it possible to be too busy to achieve happiness? Um, and, you know, he, he leads you through some quick examples um, physically, you know, we know that when we exercise regularly and eat, eat the right sorts of food and, and get you know, the proper amount of sleep, we're a better, happier person. Um, but oftentimes, we just get too busy, and those are the first things that we sacrifice. We run through the drive through and we give up exercise, and, you know, we sleep a few hours at night and drink coffee all day. Um, and then, you know, he takes you through the emotional aspect, and you know, he says the happiest people um, 
have incredible relationships, and that's really what they, you know, set their priorities around, um, and, and that they switch the focus off themselves and onto another. And um, but again, you know, sometimes we just get too busy, and typically it's those relationships, um, you know, whether it be with our children or with our spouse or with our, our close friends or with our family members. Those are the ones that are sacrificed along the way, and then. Intellectually, he says, you know, when we're growing intellectually, when we're stimulating our mind, when we're reading, you know, every day and learning new things, again, that's when we're, you know, really becoming that best version of ourselves and really um, achieving, you know, the path to happiness. But again, when we're too busy, that's kind of the first thing we write off. And then spiritually, of course, um, you know, just taking quiet time for prayer every day to, to reconnect with God and, and to really that, develop that relationship with Him. Again, when we're too busy, it's that first thing to go. And so, you know, that, that paradox, that happiness paradox really is around that, that uh, Matthew will be the first to admit that he's not inventing anything new. Um, he's not proposing anything new in the rhythm of life. Rather, these are things we all know deep down. Um, we just struggle to live them out. You know, when I read this book, and I've read it a couple of times, and I'll go back and peruse it, every time I read it, um, I, I always get this overwhelming sense of peace, like, yeah, I can do this type of stuff. Um, and, and, and it really does make me step back and, and think and about, you know, how busy my life is and um, how maybe I'm not making the best choices. So what does he talk about, or, or, or what, is, what does Matthew say about, you know, having peace in your life, and how does that work with happiness? Gotcha. Well, um, I don't think you can achieve happiness without peace. Um, but I think it's also important to recognize that um, happiness does not necessarily mean that everything's going right, or it does not necessarily um, exclude suffering or that kind of thing. But um, just that that peace can be found when we simplify our lives. And that's really what the book is about. It's about simplifying our lives and putting what's important in an important place in our lives, which is really putting first, you know, the four areas, the, you know, intellectual, emotional, um, physical, and the spiritual, and putting what's first, first. Um, and that will enable peace, which then, you know, enables happiness, which enables a richer, more abundant experience of, of the lives we have. I, and I like what you said about how um, happiness doesn't always mean that everything's going well or, or right in our lives. Um, one of the things that Pope Benedict XVI ha- said in his encyclical Space Alvi is he gave a specific example of a saint who um, actually came to know Christ through um, her own sufferings. Um, so so does, does Matthew talk a lot about, um, I guess the term would be redemptive suffering, and, and how do you see that kind of fitting in with what the Pope wrote about, you know, how we're saved through, or how, how we have faith through, through the hope of, of living our lives. Right, exactly. Um, well, definitely Matthew talks about that, and he phrases it a little bit differently, but it's, it's the same at heart. You know, he talks about this deeper yes, um, in that, you know, sometimes this deeper yes, this deeper yes to um, relationship with God, or a healthy emotional relationship with another, or with ourselves, or, you know, to physical health, or... Um, you know, simulating our, our mind and intellectual growth involves a lot of lesser no's or a lot of lesser suffering for this deeper yes. Um, and obviously, it's that deeper meaning that we're after. And um, again, I think that that connects 
really profoundly to to this this hope that Pope Benedict writes about, and that you know I can remember when I read that something that really struck me was he said that you know hope is a gift that changes the lives of those who receive it, um, and, and that's kind of it. It changed the life of of the saint you mentioned, um, who I think was just canonized very recently, um, and it changes our lives. It we experience things in a different way, and we're not going to walk away from something just because it's it's unenjoyable or it's it's even painful at times because we do see beyond the here and now. So what's like what's the one thing that he gives like as a review process that someone can go through and maybe recollect in their lives and bring balance back into their own life? Gotcha. Um well I would say definitely, you know, Matthew really encourages um just taking that very simple question, did I become a better version of myself today? Whether it's at the end of the day, whether it's multiple times a day, whether it's how you start your day, and then going through the four different areas and and really analyzing in what ways did I become a better version of myself, and let's celebrate those ways. Um, And then in what ways did I struggle or did I fail or did I, you know, give in and not kind of reject that plan that God has for my life for for bigger and better and um, authentic happiness. Um, so, you know, we might call it an examination of conscience and that's really what it is. But Matthew is all about, um, you know, bringing it into the modern context, into a modern language, not that anything is watered down. That's certainly never his intention. Um, but just that it's in a language that's accessible, um, and and real. And so that's really what, that, that question is, um, and it's not just meant for the end of the day or the start of the day. It's meant for all the small moments throughout the day. And I think that it brings clarity to decisions, big or small, whether it be going to the drive-thru and getting X, Y, or Z at McDonald's, you know, or whether it be something much more important, um, on the scale, uh, in terms of how we treat another or, or what's the next step in, in our relationship, you know, do I take it or do I not? And, and that sort of thing. Now, there's a number of other books that he's published that help people develop themselves personally and spiritually. Um, is there a good book to either prefix The Rhythm of Life with or a good book to move on to after reading The Rhythm of Life? Um, sure. Definitely. Um, the answer is yes to both of those. However, I think it's important to note that Matthew, when he wrote um, his, when he's written his books, he's written them um, as a sort of library of sorts. So you can almost categorize and nail them. And I think the rhythm of life, which has sort of that foundational message of becoming the best version of yourself and um, authentic holiness and what that really means, uh, running along the bottom, definitely you're going to hear that throughout every other book. So I think the rhythm of life is kind of a foundational in a sense. It's not his first book, though. But I think when you look at all the other books, you can categorize them. When you look at the seven levels of intimacy, um, it's about, okay, what, is, what does this mean for relationships? What's the purpose of relationships um, in, in this life, in our human experience? What's, what's their big reason? And then when you look at, you know, rediscovering Catholicism, okay, what is, how does our faith play in? What, how does that really enable me to become the best version of myself and become all God, you know, created me to be and, and enable those around me to do the same? And then when you look at building better families, it's applying that to families and, and what the deeper purpose is of a family. 
um, when you go down the line and you look at the dream manager, that's okay. How do, what does it mean for the work life? You know, how do I bring that in, into work and in, into my employment, into my experience there? What does it mean for a company? Um, and then, you know, you can just kind of go down the line. A Call to Joy is his first book, and um, that is a really simple, reflective book. Um, it's definitely the sort of book that you will probably take to prayer time and, you know, read a paragraph and think about it and pray about it and then maybe read a paragraph more. So I don't know if there is, um, you know, a, a catch-all answer to your question. I think it really kind of depends on where people are in their lives and in their spiritual journey um, in terms of what's next or maybe even what's, what's primary. I don't know if I'm answering your question or just... Um, <laughs> Same by it all. <laughs> well, sure. I'm I, I'm a huge fan of everything he's written. I think he he he's a good writer, and he I always find some really cool spiritual insights whenever I read his stuff. So I, I I'm a big fan. So, um, well, what's the what's the one takeaway that that can help people live their lives with more passion and hope, um, especially from a young adult perspective? Because I think as young adults, um. We're, I think we're in a unique position where we're we've just either just finished college, and we're on our way to starting families and and you know living with uh, you know a spouse, um, and, and it's almost sometimes feels like we're we're really struggling and filling just to keep our heads above water because it's an interesting transition time in our life. So like, what's what's the one thing for young adults that we that we can take away from this book to to live with more passion and hope? Um, I think definitely just this view. Um, I think that, you know, in our particular age group, you know, I'm 26, we have this tendency to really want to take it on uh, everything and go after it and just, and just really make this incredible difference. And that's beautiful and that's good. And we should, but I think at the same time, we have to be gentler on ourselves and realize that it's about progress, not perfection. Um, whether it, you know, be with our, in our personal lives or, or, um, you know, in our, the overall mission for our life, um, that even that revelation of that mission is about progress, not perfection. And, um, it's not like we're going to wake up when we turn, you know, 30 years old or when we exchange vows or when we have our first child and we're suddenly going to know what life is all about, that, um, really it's an about an evolving sense of self. And, you know, we may not, ever know really um, every answer to every question in terms of why we're placed on earth, but that we have a God um, for whom every bit about us is important. And um, therefore, all of, all of our experiences, all of our choices hold significant meaning to him, um, whether it be, again, going through that drive through window or whether it be, you know, choosing a spouse. Um, that they all hold profound meaning, and and that's part of the beauty. And so this transition time shouldn't be seen as just the space between, that it should be really lived for what it is. Um, and, and I guess that that's sort of the one takeaway, I would I would say. Now, Matthew goes around and he speaks all over the place, right? He's still doing mm-hmm. that? Okay, so mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to go hear him speak about this type of stuff, what's the best place to go find out where he's going to be? You can hop on our website, which is MatthewKelly.org, and um, you'll see the icon bar across the top there. And if you click on events, 
there'll be a link to the event schedule there. Um, and so it's constantly changing. It's constantly being updated. That's the best place to um, really stay on track with where Matthew is. However, Matthew is going to start um, Twittering soon. So I think that that will be another easy way, especially for young people, um, to follow him and, and really stay on, uh, on, on bar with where he is and where he's going um, and, and be able to catch him when he's in you know, their area. And then also we will be opening a Facebook page, which I think will be pretty simple also for people to stay updated on, and it will have our schedule right there as well. Awesome. Well, Annalise, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Really appreciate it. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks for all you do. Oh, thank you. I triple dog dare you. No, before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? So this week for our Catholic Challenge, we have another book review, and this one is from Jen in Montana. Hey, Padleys, it's Jen in Montana, the Lutheran pastor's wife, and I've got a book review for you. It's Traveling Light by Max Lucado. Um, he's a evangelical pastor, but he is just an amazing writer. Um, he's basically the one who wrote... He still moves mountains, he still moves stones, and just a lot of things. Um, really good book for kids called Because I Love You. But the book I'm recommending today is Traveling Light, in which he talks about all the baggage we tend to accumulate and take with us, and how we really don't need to do that, and how God wants to get rid of that baggage that we've been carrying. I read it about a year and some ago, and it was just very profound for me. And so I wanted to recommend that book, and yeah. Um, hope everyone's having a great week, and God bless. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, I'm reachable. I'm a geeky. Okay, thanks a lot, Jen, for calling in, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to take a look at that book. I like pasta. I like board games. Watching Hulu. Apple. Cake. Mm. I like piano. Podcasting. Cooking. Gmail chat. I don't like stoplights. I don't like Brussels sprouts or hard hats. So, we haven't done these in a while. <laughs> we need to get a new intro. No way. I think it's I think it's so ghetto fabulous. <laughs> it's kind of lame. I think it's amazing. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so a couple of things that we like, and we're going to do these fast because I know we're, we're already 38 minutes into the show. Oh, my nice. goodness gracious. That's because uh, that was an amazing interview It was a good Annalise. interview. So thank you, Annalise, for being on. And um, yeah, so if you want to get a free copy of Matthew Kelly's book, uh, submit a t-shirt for our t-shirt contest. Yes. So what, what, what do we don't like, first of all? Uh, currently, we our do Ustream not camera, like which actually Ustream. Oh, has broken. Oh, way to that just... Is that's fantastic. Perfect. Right as we talk about yeah. it. There we go. Now it's back on. Right as we talk about it, there's a short in the cord, we believe. 
Yes. Um, supposedly, this HB camera is supposed to be really good, but right now yeah. it is not. So we're going to test Amazon's return policy and see how well it works. And if it does, then we're going to put Amazon on our Stuff We Like section. Yes, which we do like stuff from Amazon. And actually, if you want to reach Amazon, uh, we were going to talk about there's a website called Get Human. And you can. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm going to use to call and get the uh, yes. return authorization. And what report. it is, it's a website that has lists of unlisted numbers for the different companies. Right. So you can get to a real person and right. not have to go the through The in between their... Sunday cell phones are not on Get Human. So don't go looking for those there. Yep. Second of all, things that we also like, we're going to do t- like kind of like stuff we like tech gear edition. Uh, so we got uh, DVRs slash huge, Hulu. Yeah, huge fan um, because they let me watch shows when I'm not around to watch the shows. So either one of those, Hulu or DVRs, are awesome. Or if you don't have yeah. cable, just yeah. go use Hulu. Pat, I think you wrote the next one. Um, I like Bluetooth headsets. I don't actually. Because I kind of get you. I, I'm tired of holding the phone up to my ear, and uh, I also don't get um, you know radiation then right. from the cell phone, which is nice. Right. You know, sometimes you you feel like when you're talking about like technology stuff, like it's, you just don't understand the wordings that you, that they use. Yeah. It's like, look at the semantics in order to exogenate the paracopy. It's just like gobbledygook like that. I think that's pretty darn close to whatever it was that she said in that voicemail. I don't know what she said in that voicemail. The hermeneuticalness. But I fit it in, and that's what's important. Exogenation of the paracopy Xerox machine. All right. So what's this next one, Nick? Uh, well, I have this thing. On, I actually I'm, have this little thing. It's an internet-connected radio clock next to my bed called a Chumby. And I bought it a long time ago, and I've been trying a number of different alarms on it. I found this new one, which I've grown to hate. Because it wakes me up at six in the morning, and it is a it is a, an alarm that goes off over the span of ten minutes, and it plays oh. little bird sounds to make you like wake up. So you hear, oh, that's nice, you know, like like the birdie sounds, and then it slowly turns its light on over the span of ten minutes. So it's supposed to be like the rising sun, it and it's not as good. So I think I'm just going to go back because I can get podcasts. And I used to just wake up to listen to Father Roderick, and it was really fun to just kind of like whack the chumby in the morning and, 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 <laughs> and use in, the sleep function and so, so you're it's kind of like whacking father rod or no no the, I, I would never hit a priest <laughs> uh you know what's funny is that something with like little birdie sounds wouldn't even wake me up out of a daydream i need really? i need something that's like ah, ah, ah. like i need something wow. loud if you do that again i think i'm going to punch you okay okay so on so, to the next thing finally uh i have this uh, really cool car called a hyundai sonata and uh, when I bought it, I didn't realize it came with this thing, but it has an integrated iPod dock. So I can actually dock my iPod or iPhone into my stereo system, which is fantastic for long trips because it shows me what's on playing on the stereo. And then when it rings, it rings through my car stereo and I've got like my headset. So I just answer the phone and I can do hands-free calling. Nice. So the next thing that they have to do is they have to figure out a way for me to be able to answer it and not have to pick up anything at all. And this last thing is something we both tried last week and I like it very much. Black boots. Black pants. Black taco. (laughs) Black dress. Black dog. Black taco. (laughs) Black eye. Black Blackjack taco. Taco, taco. With pepper jack sauce. Blackjack taco. Mm. 
Yeah, the blackjack taco. taco. Except um, we tried that last week after uh, we our found podcast out that we found out from the guy who service our who taco works there that they dye the tacos black yes. with an untastable dye. But we're like, yeah, we also don't want to be eating black dye. Yeah. So what we did is we had them make us a blackjack taco without right. the black taco shell. So, so we were it was, in, it, we basically said disgustingness. Black taco, hold the black taconess on the taco yeah hold the die so uh it was it was pretty delicious i we may have to do that again um yeah. tonight and also the guy who uh was working at taco bell apparently yeah. was like a, a singing star down in new orleans yeah it was pretty cool so was, that was kind of cool to talk it was to awesome him. so looking ahead next next week uh, oh would that mean this is like the end of the show it is it is <gasps> so oh my goodness. Uh, so looking ahead next week we have mike hayes on our show now if you're not familiar with mike hayes he is the founder i believe of busted halo and he has now left busted halo to move on to become a uh, college campus minister so we're going to talk to him a little bit about that yes we're going to talk to him about busted halo and all the great stuff that he is doing although i think he still is a contributor to bustedhalo.com in the googling god section which is also a book that he wrote and we'll, we'll talk about that next week absolutely so you know what this means that means it's the end of the show i don't so believe it i do not awful. believe it awful are you serious awful not the end of the show like the end of in between sundays just yeah, the end not, of this yeah, show right not not yeah not like yeah yeah so, uh, hey, everybody, thanks for sticking around, uh, especially all of our streamers. It's been kind of a late evening, but yes. look forward to next week with Mike Hayes on. And if you want to check out some of the links and some of the different show notes and things that we put up on our website, you can go to inbetweensundays.com. Uh, on the right-hand side, you can join our Facebook group. There's been a lot of activity on the Facebook group. People talking back and forth and right. stuff. Join the conversation. Because right. seriously, that's, you're we, gonna be, we actually want to have enough yeah. users that we crash Facebook. That would be amazing. So if you, if you can help us, so that should be our goal. If you can help us crash Facebook, then we'll send you an In Between Sundays prize pack. Yes, that would be awesome. With the Popple CD uh, and the Rhythm of Life book. And the Rhythm of Life. And there's going to be because some other stuff. I really think that if we crashed Facebook, I think Popple would want to help us give some prizes out for that. I think that uh, I know Facebook, Dan and Kyle would definitely yeah, be up Yeah. That. So you can also email us at feedback at inbetweensundays.com or leave us a voicemail on our feedback line. It's not something like it's not a live call-in number or anything. You can just call this phone number and leave us a voicemail by dialing 206-337-7945. You could act like it's a live call-in, though, if you, you could, wanted to. Yeah. Be like, hey, Nick and Pat, and then we'll, we'll be like, hey, what's up, so-and-so? And yeah. yeah, what's going on? And you'd be like, well, not much. And anyway, just call yeah, us. If you want to leave us one like that, we will totally play that on the next we will. show. We'll play along with your games. So, yeah. <laughs> so, thanks a lot for listening. Yes. Um, um, hey, also, uh, um, we have a t shirt contest going on. Check it out. Free prizes and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, it's on our website as well. And lastly, all the music for this podcast and uh, different music we've mentioned has been available on popple.us, music.podshow.com, and magnitude.com. Thanks a lot for listening and have a wonderful week. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.